Welcome to another episode of Curious Curiosity, a podcast where Abhi and Sab talk about their curiosity and express themselves. Abhilash, my friend, how's it going? You know, uh, I see the new look with the mustache and stuff. So uh, it's been a month and you've uh, already transformed yourself. Yeah, what's going on, man? Oh, it was like one of the drastic transformation I ever had, Sam. <laughs> it took a lot of time. Yeah. The mustache is your transformation, man? Like, oh, wow, you know? It's like a one-month transformation, but yeah, just kidding. But yeah, just trying trying some new look, man. Just seeing how, yeah. how, how it suits me. It's kind of weird. I don't see my face too much in the mirror. It was fine. But now that we're on this video call, like I see myself, I'm like, oh, is that me? Like, you know? Yeah. It's weird, but it's been good, man. It's been a good one month. It's been a good progress into this year. Uh, uh, how's, how's it been for you? Yeah, it's been good, you know, before, um, if we go do it, but I know like people are listening to this, they'll think, okay, they can't see your face, but just to describe your mustache, like usually I'd see you on these calls with like a stubble or a beard and now I just see a mustache. So just for reference, if anyone ever listens to this, it's quite a different look, but, uh, for, uh, my, my, my year has been going good. You know, I think I set a few goals and I think we caught up briefly about this, but, uh, uh, one of the things that I think I made major progress with in uh, in um, in February was I improved my language skills. I got to travel to Mexico. I improved my Spanish. I've been watching a lot of Spanish TV. I've been texting my friends in uh, who speak those languages in French and Spanish. You know, so that's been a good thing. I think I've progressed with in 2022. So got a little. I, I tried a little fasting techniques and stuff for like that. And uh, so it's been it's been. I'd say like in my diet has been okay. Uh, and I'm excited for March, you know, and I'm excited for the next few weeks of uh, what I can go, keep going with the, with the the goals I've listed down for the year so far. So, yeah, but basically the language skills and uh, and the fasting thing with the diet were two things I think I made major, major progress on. And what about you? That's that's great to hear. For me, for me, uh, I've been I've been behind a few few habits. So, uh a lot of my goals, especially when it comes to running and workout and like meditation, all of that, I've been on track. When it comes to my habit changes, there are three the five things that I've been focusing on, like meditation, workout, uh, uh, reading, learning, and uh, uh, working on the sidekick, like the project that we're doing. So I've been very pretty consistent when it comes to workouts, uh, reading, and uh, my meditation practice. But when it comes to learning and then like my sidekick the last couple of weeks have been tight I haven't been able to focus on them properly but the way I've structured my goals is like in a year at least like three days a week which roughly translates into like one 160 days uh or like close to 160 days a year uh, and I, I want to make sure that I hit that number so even though I've last couple of weeks have been not that great I want to make sure that I do that extra in the coming weeks and probably in the next time when we meet uh, we'd be on track with uh, all the other habits but other than that my running the marathon prep has been going on really well and uh, pretty yeah. i think that's something we want to talk about today right the marathon training and stuff and maybe we can just get started with that because you know we talked about your long distance running um you know and a few episodes ago and then uh, we walked us through a journey with running and then we had the episode of me talking about my triathlon but i mean no i think we should like Training for a marathon, running for a like I don't know, running a marathon, like it's like it's, it's a whole different ball game, right? So maybe you could talk about you not know, just to start with, you can give us an introduction again, or maybe re-emphasis on why a marathon for you, you know, 
and uh, your maybe a training plan so far and what you learned about it so far just like an overview of like again what why a marathon again for you a training plan and what have you learned so far before we, we dive um, uh, deeper into all those things so i've been running like my first ever run like my i did like a 6k run uh, back in like 2012 when i was in like back in india and it was like a terry fox run and yeah, like yeah. like one unrelated coincidence is like terry fox was from british columbia and now yeah, i'm yeah. in vancouver uh, and, and like it's crazy that was my first run back in the day i've i've been running like irregularly for the past 10 years but uh, prominently like i've started with 6k then 10k then like half marathons i did like i think four or five i lost track of it but a few half marathons already but most of it is like okay i i'd see a marathon i mean uh, an event and i'll register for it and start practicing like two or three months before the race and that's about it so i wasn't very consistent like throughout the year of practicing and improving my anaerobic pace and so on and so forth i did none, none of that it's just focusing on that particular event so with that said my times in like half marathons were in that great uh, it was like i was like way below average i did like uh, 2 hours like sometimes like 2 hours 10 minutes sometimes 2 or 20 minutes like half marathons which uh, i think it's because i i lack in consistency in my training but that's that's been my uh, running uh, journey so far so i did register for my first full marathon like 2 3 years back Three years. I mean, two thousand nineteen is when I registered for it, but I couldn't do it because during my practice, uh, I had like a runner's knee, like a like an injury. Uh, I couldn't run for so long. I couldn't practice, uh, and then like I I had to like um, you know uh, take take a long break from running. So that that's the reason why I couldn't finish my first marathon. And I was a very un uninformed novice runner back then. I I didn't wear proper shoes. i didn't do proper like stretches i didn't do proper strength training i didn't do nothing of that sort and now like the last year is when i've started really focusing on different types of run focused on my training plan and so on and so forth so now i feel that i think half marathon i'm pretty comfortable running a half marathon now now i think i need to start focusing on like running marathons as such it's like a completely different beast it's like so difficult running for like Three four hours. It's like crazy yeah, yeah. to do that. But but I want to really uh, start doing my first marathon. Uh, I'm really looking forward because of my previous like uh, years of running. Awesome, you know. And uh, as you you broke it down, like you started with the shorter distances, then you went into longer distances. You talked about like uh, how like a perspective on running changed too, right? And what are the things you face? What's your running plan now? Like you know, you're training for this marathon. What is your running plan? You know, do you run every day of the week? Because You know one thing I've I've learned when I'm run or uh, with the training especially when I first started training for anything I actually do every day of the week but I'm just, I, I I've learned that's a wrong approach right so I'm curious to learn about like what's your running plan like how often do you train and have you made any tweaks to it in the past uh, few weeks or months you know the last few months I've made like ten thousand changes in my life for a marathon right it's only for a marathon. for my marathon so i so i did a half marathon last year i think that's when we had this uh, uh, podcast on interest in long distance running right so uh, my 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 i've always wanted to do like this full marathon my health was at the at its worst 
in 2020 when we started B school. I was like out of shape. I didn't work out for a long time and so on and so forth. So that's when I slowly started running. And then like last year, I did my half marathon. And this year I'm doing my marathon. But the last year by far in any, any time of my life, I've focused a lot of it on prep. Uh, and like that prep, I can like, I can, I can break it down into like five, six categories that I started focusing on all together, which is really difficult right now. So uh, to just break it down, the first thing is definitely having a training plan. Like you mentioned, I don't run like five days or six days a week. Uh, I've in the past, I've run three days a week. And I think for me, like just getting into running again, like, you no know, folks. And like at this point in my life, I can't just run like all the day in my week I used to do in my like early twenties right now in my early thirties, I, I need to like take it slow and make myself like accustomed to it. So I run thrice a week and I have a training plan. Uh, I use Nike's marathon training plan. And even like based on how I feel, I alter it. Right. Like when I have like my la- long runs, for example, last week I did like a 17 mile run. Uh, and then after that, like I, in the training plan, it asked, they want me to like do a really a long run even this week, but I didn't do it. My body wouldn't uh, accept it. Right. So I want to take it slow. So this was a light week. I do an, like, another long run, maybe next week or the week after that. So I'm taking it really slow based on my need. But first one is definitely having the tri- training plan. I have incorporated strength training to help my running. I've incorporated stretches. I've incorporated drills uh, like to help me run faster. And then I've started focusing on my posture and so on and so forth. I've, I've started buying like proper shoes, proper running shoes to run. And then like my hydration plan and so on and so forth that are like tons of things that I've started focusing on, uh, which I thought I had no clue of, even though I ran, ran like I, I at least call myself a runner for the last 10 years uh, without, without consistency, but yeah. Yes, you know, one thing I've learned is, you know, a big point for me to take away with your explanation is, I think it's very important to tweak and accustom your body to your plan, right? Because when I did my triathlon too, like I think I was consistent with most of it, but there are changes I made, like I wouldn't swim, every other day if I didn't feel it like I wouldn't run every other day or like I would do certain exercise on my legs in the workout like differently you know so I think tweaking and accustoming your body is very important because you have to adapt to what your body is going through the wear and tear the improvements strength and stuff right so talking about things you do to strengthen right because I'm, I'm, I'm particularly interested in that so you're doing strength training and stuff what are the things you're doing for strength training is it like focus is it focusing your legs is it focusing your arms is it a full body workout can you walk us through that yeah so so the way i'm focusing my strength training is like i I do strength training twice a week uh earlier i I used to do like a full body workout in each day which i thought which was very demanding i get super tired like i used to do like one or two exercises per muscle so uh, per muscle by mean like chest uh lat shoulders biceps quads hamstrings calves Right. And for the legs, I do like a couple more for like quads uh, and like hamstrings. But but that's what I used to do like in one day, which would be super tiring. I used to have like one hour, one and a half hour sessions, which I didn't like think was the best use of my time. It's so, so tiring. So now I've broken it down to like upper body and lower body. So one day I do like upper body training. So it's like all my, all, just my upper body. And then like the next, other day I do like lower body, which is like legs. Uh, and, and like, I've started looking at a lot of videos. I follow a few people who are like really helpful, who I feel on like uh, for running. And then 
I, I, I've been working out for quite some time now, so I know what all work muscles to work at, but I'm focusing on muscles that uh, runners would find useful to train, right? So I'm looking at different people like Nick Ware, or there's like RunX, and then like there's Run NRG, and like a few other in, on Instagram or also YouTube to like find specific exercises uh, that will help trainers. But to answer your question, like it's one day upper body, one day lower body, and that's it. Okay, awesome. So, you know, we talked about like things you're doing, changing, and a few things that work. What are things that haven't worked for you? Like, what are things like you think were just like doing this plan? You're just like, oh, this is just like not working. And you just completely took it off or canceled it. Or are there any of them? Yeah. So that one, that's a major thing that, that I tried, which didn't work for me. So in the Nike, Nike training plan, they give you like five runs each week to run, right? They give you samples of five runs. So initially I was doing three and then I tried to do it four. Uh, when I did like four runs a week, which was like uh, on Monday to Friday, I, we do three runs. And then like on the weekend, we do like one long run, right? And even these runs that are different types of runs, that's like a recovery run that you do, which is like base lower. And then that is like a speed run. Uh, speed runs can be like, yeah, speed runs is basically tempo runs. Uh, mm-hmm. And like, uh, you have like rather different types of speed runs where you're like having short bursts of like uh, faster speeds. And then you have this long run. So I would... Yeah. I was doing four runs a week and my body was not recovering well for my long runs, right? Especially really long runs where my body hasn't had the chance to endure. I was finding it super difficult. So I, I toned it back to like just three runs a week. Uh, and like, instead of like uh, running, I'm trying to incorporate other aspects of like uh, that uh, helps my heart work out, right? Like my building my uh, aerobic base uh, through cycling uh, on the other days. Uh, so like if like at least three, 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 three days in a week I run and then I have one or two cycling days so that I'm consistent. But even that feels hard for me right now because my health was really bad like a year back. Now I'm just slowly going forward. So I want to be consistent, slow, but then just get through this marathon, but then be consistent in training. Like hopefully in a couple of years, I'd be able to do like four or five runs a week. Okay. Awesome. So like you talked about a few changes made in terms of like number of times you're running mm-hmm. as uh, the frequency of it has changed, right? Now, I'm curious, you spoke about the physical part of it, like, you know, your, like your body hurting, your exercise you do physically. What are things you do mentally? What are mental thoughts that come in you when you run? How do you work on? Because, you know, uh, when I've run, like I remember I did my try, sprint triathlon, the 5K I did. At 3K, I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Those thoughts start coming in, like, I don't want to run, I don't want to run. And then like, you, you run another 500 meters and those thoughts are not, don't exist, you know? So do you experience similar thoughts? What are, or what are the thoughts you experience and how do you, what are, how do you train yourself mentally for this? There are two things that uh, I can think of when it comes to the mental, mental game, when, when, especially you're running for like two hours, three hours. Yeah, yeah. it's monotonous at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. So the first thing is like exactly what you mentioned. I mean, when you have these thoughts of you cannot run further, you cannot do that, right? I feel that even more during my like speed runs, right? Because I haven't trained my body for speed run. I've been running for 10 years on and off, as I said, you like very uh, inconsistent, mm-hmm. but I haven't ever speed trained uh, my body or had tempo runs. Uh, so, so when I do these tempo runs, especially on the treadmill, when I like go faster than my normal time for like eight minute tempo or four minute tempo or two minute tempos, like 
my body especially when i'm running faster than i have before my body asked me to like stop or my mind asked me to stop like just before i do it uh, and that overcoming that fear telling yourself you are you can hyping yourself that you can do it it's like a huge training process that you'll have to do so that you can keep running and and you can see that when you once you start doing it you, like when you can persevere that you get to feel that you can actually run it it's not that difficult right yeah. your heart rate is over the roof i'm at like 170 175 during these tempo runs uh, but but you can still do it uh, so that that's like one part of the mental game uh, that i have to like uh, go around like you know convincing myself on these speed runs which is super challenging and even like when you're doing long runs like after after two and a half hours my body suffers right i'm not able to run i'm just like i'm like why am i doing this so just helping yourself on like you can do it is like a challenging aspect and the other aspect is initially when i run i just like run carelessly i'm all over the place i'm thinking up to myself and doing all of the three sorts right but i i totally lose focus on my like uh, form and everything else so now when i run even on 3 hour long runs i don't have music at all so i'm just focusing on my posture my breathing uh, my my strikes and like how how well i'm 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 like moving my legs if i don't focus on that i lose my form very very quickly so uh, this is something which i'm trying to do recently because otherwise it's just music and then i'm just like uh, distracting myself but uh, for me to like run in that right pose uh, right uh, breathing to like breathing is everything breathing let's your heart rate in sync but if you're leaving it for like your natural breathing pace which i'm i'm not trained for it people who are trained for it might it come might come naturally for them but for me it doesn't so i have to spend a lot of time mentally to see okay am i breathing properly am i doing this properly am i landing on my heels or am i doing my midfoot am i raising my legs enough uh, is it in the right pace and like or am i like uh, is my chest uh, like is my shoulders tight and things like that right i'm moving my hands properly so all of this i have to be focused on during the run for me to run properly otherwise uh, my pace is down my heart rate is all over the roof i cannot run like i get exhausted very soon you know one thing that's really i that strikes a chord for me is uh, is how you said with the form because when i run i usually have music on and then i realize like my legs are like i don't know faster than my hands it's not in sync and then i have to get it back on track and That's why I think when I swim, I do music, music on. It's just me and the water, and I feel like my form is way better when I swim because I'm focused on every stroke, you know. And I think it's good, good insight to have. Um, let's go to an interesting one because I know you went vegetarian a few months ago. Um, and I'm curious to know if you're still on it. But what are diet things you do? What are the things for diet you do for your marathon? And with that, can you go into like the recovery part of it? Do you eat anything specific for your recovery, or do you do anything specific for your recovery in terms of uh, hydration and diet and anything specific let's start with the diet like what's your diet what do you do for your runs how do you go from there okay so for my for my diet um i was vegetarian for like over 3 months i i started moving away from just a strictly vegetarian diet still now if you see a lot of my food is still vegetarian it like i still eat a lot of vegetarian food thanks to my like peak vegetarian journey the last uh, last few months Uh, but i've still started incorporating meat uh, wherever i can if i don't have like a vegetarian option i still like i'm okay with meat uh, and so on uh, so so but still like my like if i'm cooking food i i prefer it to be vegetarian right i still have like uh, i have vegan protein powders i've moved from like whey protein 
uh, I have uh, uh, like my, my, my breakfast and dinner are mostly vegetarian. If I cook, it's definitely vegetarian. So, uh, so that's, how, that's how things have been. Uh, so that's been great. Uh, but uh, one thing which I have focused on, like I've started taking in a lot more calories to my food, especially uh, I've started taking a lot more protein one uh, during, during my training. And then especially before uh, when I'm doing my long runs, the last two days, I try to eat a lot more carbs so that I, I am uh, carb loading for my like long runs, right? Like uh, let it be anything more than like two hours, two and a half, two hours, two and a half hours. Uh, I start carb loading. So that's very helpful for my run. Uh, and, uh, and like protein intake, those are the two things. And beyond that, during hydration, during the run, I think I'm still not proper with it. I'm, I'm trying to explore gels. I haven't explored gels during my run. I use a sports drink like Gatorade uh, uh, during my run, which is helpful. But then I think I need some more caffeine as well. After like two hours, two and a half hours, my body just loses like all sense of vigor. I'm just like a log. So if someone's pulling, I just need to pull myself. Uh, to the finish line so so I think I'm, I want to experiment with a lot of gels as well uh, the thing for my next long run which I'm hoping to do it in like two weeks from now I'd be getting getting gels uh, and then like probably I, I, I'll be writing more about that as well in the, in the blog post but yeah so that's what I try to do during the run and when it comes to recovery as soon as I finish my run I have like protein shakes which is really advisable because your body is like totally uh, this, the, the runs which I'm talking about is, is predominantly long runs, right? During the week, if I'm doing like a one hour run, it's like one hour runs are like pretty comfortable for me. It's like a slow pace, uh, but anything more than one hour, one and a half hours, uh, that's when like I, I do take protein, protein shakes after my runs and uh, a lot of stretching and foam roller has been my best friend to like recover and like just rest days, right? Like I just, I still take it slow. Like I have one day of rest day for sure after my long runs, if I'm like still sore from my long runs, I take like two days of this days, but that's, that's predominantly how, how I've been approaching it. Yeah. No, you're talking about the gels and stuff. Have you explored electrolytes, like electrolyte powders and stuff? Yeah. So, so that's, that's how. Yeah, water, rate, right? That's yeah, rate, right? Uh, this Gatorade, right. It has like sodium, potassium, it has carbs. Uh, it has like 36, uh, 36 grams of carbs per bottle. So, so yeah, so that's, that's predominantly been my, my go-to chain. So that, uh, like when your sodium and potassium level goes down, my head starts to ache, my head starts yeah. to be heavy and so on. So it helps there. But what I'm struggling with now is like after say like two hours of running, you lose weaker, right? Like you don't have that energy. You still like body's okay with hydration and so on. And I lose a lot of salt. And if you see, like, I have like salts all over my face. Some people lose a lot more salt than others. Like I'm one of one on the higher, higher extent. So I need to like drink a lot more sodium and potassium for me to like function properly. Beyond that, I'm, I want to explore uh, gels that has caffeine in it. So uh, it's really helpful for you to get that bigger, uh, like even after the two hours. So that's, that's what I'm going to explore in the next rounds. Okay. And on equipment, right? Uh, what are shoes you use? Are there any compression shorts you wear? What type of gear do you wear when you run? Like, and do you change it based on your run? Mm. Yeah. So I, right now I use two shoes uh, for my like training runs. One is like a Cumulus gel from Asics uh, and then like Pegasus 38 from Nike. So I wanted to have like a good mix of these two brands for me to uh, do my uh, regular runs. Uh, I, I, 
I would love to have a Vaporfly for my marathon run. You know, those are like the best shoes for, for you to run for your marathon. But uh, I, I'm not sure. But uh, if I'm comfortable with these shoes, I'm going to run the marathon of these shoes or I'm still deciding whether I should buy a new one. But for me, these two are the shoes that I use right now. And uh, regarding regarding other, I try to wear comfortable clothing. And one of comfortable clothing is definitely having uh, clothing that is that prevents chaffing, right? Especially yeah. running two hours. Like my first half marathon was a nightmare, sir. I had bleeding nipples. I had cuts on my hands, on my chest, on my thighs, and like everywhere you can think. You will not feel that while running, but when you go have that shower after you run, your body burns like crazy. So I yeah. want to run. I, I I wear to ensure that I don't have chaffing. So I start off with thigh, thighs. I have like uh, thick thighs. So my thighs like uh, there's like friction between them. So I wear tights so that uh, my thighs doesn't, uh, uh, there's no chaffing there. And then I wear tights on the top as well to make sure there's no chaffing my nipples or anywhere else. Uh, but but yeah, those are the things. And one other thing, important thing for the weather in Canada here is I I, I wear like uh, sports tops with merino wool in it, which are tights as well. I got made it from Costco. It's called Paradox, which is super helpful for me to run during the cold weather. Right, I just wear that. And then even if it's, if it's like zero degrees, even if it's like five, or even if it's like a bit lesser than zero, it still helps. It's cold when you start off, but when you get when you start running, your body heats up, and just that like uh, uh, wool infused uh, sportswear is like super helpful for you to stay warm. Awesome, awesome. So you know, to like to, to walk, you know, we've, we've covered a lot of insight, right? So we talked about how you got into running, uh, what are things, what, what's your plan, what are things you learned, what are changes you made, diet, equipment, hydration, recovery, and stuff. Before we go to the goals of a marathon and what's next, is there anything you want to cover specifically? Like, you know, is there anything you want to talk about? Like, people you follow, you talked about Nick Bear and stuff. Like, is there anything we've missed before we go into the goals of the marathon, which you want to talk about right now? So, I think we covered a lot. So, one thing which I want to re emphasize after our conversation, which we did, is there's like so much aspect of running which I didn't know existed right like i was all over the place i didn't have a structure i thought like hey we all learn to walk when we're kids and we all learn to run so running is going to be easy but uh, when i when i like started learning more about it when i like hit a plateau of like uh, getting better is when i realized there's like a lot of ingredients that uh, that I, I i we can learn to like to actually run better and it all depends like one of the mistakes that I did earlier on is like compare myself to like others, like, Hey, that person is running so fast. So I should also run faster, but it's like, everybody is different. Everyone is in like a different threshold. And there's something called the anaerobic base, which comes from like consistent practice for a long time. Like athletes been running for a long time. You can never like, it takes years of practice for your body to condition. So I'm just taking one important takeaway is like, I'm taking it really, really slow. I'm trying to be consistent and patient with myself, but uh, but like having my training plan cut, cut, I mean, uh, personalized for my needs is what I'm trying to do right now. So in that endeavor, what I'm also trying to do is as like a novice novice, I, novice runner, I didn't have any information about all, all of this. So uh, like I'm planning to have a website where 
we list down the various aspects of running, which I had no clue existed, right? From, as I told you, a training plan, nutrition, plep, stretches, pre-run, post-run, uh, running technique, uh, drills to run to, uh, drills to like help you run better, strength training, uh, hydration, like how to improve your speed, a mix of cadence and stride length, recovery, regular guidelines, like a lot of this stuff. I'm planning to like, put it out there into like a website on what I've learned during my marathon prep and take it, take it away. So that's something um, which I found super helpful. I think a lot of other first time marathoners who had no, who had no, they've never been like an athlete in like grad school or like undergrad or whatever. Uh, if they're, they're like a person like that, I'm definitely sure that these resources will help them do their first marathon. Awesome. I look forward to seeing this website. And I think it's something which I think very beneficial because not a lot of people have, uh, uh, like, you know, it's, it's, it's overwhelming, right? Where do I go? What resources do I need? What shoes do I need to wear? And also I think this would definitely be something very beneficial for even like a person like me who's trying to like improve my running. Right. So I think it'll definitely help even people like me. So let's talk about the marathon now. Right. So what are your goals to the marathon and what's next for you? So that we've talked about all your prep, all the things you do to learn, get better and everything. Uh, what are your goals for the marathon and what's next? So my first goal, I have, I have, for me, one thing that's really worked is taking one step at a time, right? So with respect to my marathon prep, uh, marathon expectation, the goal for my first marathon is for me to complete it injury-free, right? Like, or complete it strong. So at the end of it, I don't like go and crash and then like say I'm dead. I want to finish it and still be like, you know, uh, be happy that I finished, be, be still sane. So that's my goal for this particular marathon. And as after this marathon, I want to be consistent at it so that uh, my second marathon, I want to do like a lot more marathons, like second, third and fourth and so on and so forth. And the second marathon, I want to focus on time. But my first marathon, uh, I'm not going to stress myself out. Uh, without no history of marathon saying that I need to finish it in this time. So I'm going to take it really slow. Completion. Completion is the goal. This completion is my goal for the first marathon. Uh, and going to the future, I really want to explore even long distances. At this point in time, I, I haven't done a marathon, but I want to, I want, like, I'm still, I'm already starting to think about doing like a 50K run, right? And that do like a trial run. So I want to explore trials. Vancouver is a great place uh, with like amazing trails. So, so maybe uh, I'm seriously considering doing like a 25K trial run sometime this year or like early next year. Uh, but yeah, but that's, that's my thought process right now. But all that I'm focused on right now is like my first marathon finishing it. And as soon as I finish that and how I feel, uh, I take two parts. One is like start doing some trial runs, maybe starting off with 25K trial runs, but uh, and then like doing planning for my second marathon for time. Awesome. Also, you know, I think, uh, like you said, I think we have similar goals in the sense that when I did my sprint triathlon, I just want to complete it, you know, but maybe I think, when is your race again? You said it's in uh, May? Is it? First of May, correct. First of May. So maybe as you get closer to you, you might, uh, and I'm hoping we can talk, chat more, but maybe your aspirations will change more to a time because that's what happened to me. When I first started my sprint triathlon, I was like, got to complete it. And then I was like, got to do it within two hours, you know? But I'm curious to see where it goes, but it's been such an interesting experience. Like, I think if I could summarize it for a big takeaway for me, I think, you know, it's, it's a holistic experience. You know, running is so, uh, I think, underrated in the sense that people don't look at it as a holistic thing. Like, 
people think like i think more in i was under the impression i can just wake up and go run you know it's not i don't think that's how it works it's a this technique this preparation this recovery and this in running form and uh technicalities which you got to obey and follow to ensure there's no injuries and also have a successful run so i think it's been an incredible time vilash you know i i look forward to uh, seeing where this goes with your running and stuff and uh yeah before we conclude i just want to see if you have any final thoughts and uh, we'll go from there yeah no sir i i completely enjoyed having this conversation with you and the last few months has been super enriching for me like just learning about all of these different run types of like things that you need to incorporate to your marathon prep and like putting that into practice and running forward there are a few things which i really love to do as well running in a group i've been training all my myself uh, and this is like a running journey this is like a learning journey right like i'll be doing this for for the years to come i really love running so i want to be more consistent so i'm really looking forward to see how this goes as well and uh, and yeah keep keep me posted and uh, i'm i'm really going to uh, write about all my learnings in that site uh that i mentioned to you about like my first marathonprep.com so i'll be having all of that information there will be in the show notes and also uh our website uh for that sake but uh i'm really looking forward to doing that uh and really enjoy this conversation sir uh, coming coming to next week uh like what what do you uh, there are certain things that you want to talk yeah about. yeah the next episode right i think i, I want to focus on my uh I think the word I'm thinking is you no know, I love languages so I don't know if it's affinity for languages or curiosity for languages but I just want to talk about my experiences learning and speaking different languages and what I've learned and where it's taken me and and basically things I can share because recently I went to Mexico and I spoke a lot of Spanish so I'm just curious to see like I watch a lot of Spanish television I text my friends in Spanish and 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 French and so yeah I want to see where it goes and we can talk more about my maybe affinity or my curiosity for languages Yeah absolutely I'm really looking forward to the conversation I've been wanting to learn French and Spanish for quite some time and I've been using Duolingo I also know that you're a huge fan of Duolingo but I am I am yeah really looking for your tips and like the process that you followed uh, in learning a new language sir Awesome awesome thank you Abhilash uh, enjoy your rest of the evening and uh, catch you soon Yeah thanks sir have a good one see you bye bye That's it for the episode folks. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at curiouscuriosity@gmail.com. Thank you.